Welcome to Angus Beef Bulletin Audio, a hands-free ABB extension. Thanks for joining us. I'm Casey Brown, Associate Editor of the Angus Beef Bulletin. These are the three new marketing articles in the August 23rd edition of the Angus Beef Bulletin Extra. You can find these online at angusbeefbulletin.com extra. Please, if you have comments or questions, let us know at abbeditorial at angus.org. How do Angus commercial programs work for you? Tune in to this podcast episode to hear how the commercial programs department at the American Angus Association works daily to help commercial cattlemen. Foster profitability of commercial cattle producers is one of the five core pillars of the American Angus Association's long-range objectives. How does it do that? Casey Brown and Angus Beef Bulletin intern, Lindsay Sowen, chatted with Johnette Gottsweiler and Troy Marshall about all the ways the association's commercial programs department works for commercial cattlemen. You can read both Johnette's, who writes The Link, and Troy's, who writes Market Closeout, respective columns on the marketing tab of the Angus Beef Bulletin Extra. Or, if you'll wait a second, I will read Johnette's latest column to you. Uh, if you want to hear that episode, um, check out Angus at Work. That is our sister podcast, and um, it is called How Do Angus Commercial Programs Work for You? You'll also find a link to that in the show notes of this one. The link, You Can Do It If You Want To, by Johnette Gottsweiler, American Angus Association. Phone call after phone call talking about this variety, then another one. What was your yield last year? Can you send me your soil map? What type of fertilizer do you plan to use? Last January, I wanted to hibernate between the phone calls and kitchen table meetings about seed corn. Most seed corn sales happen way before January. My son, Seth, wanted to sell a particular brand of seed corn and was able to be christened as a dealer in January. Believe me, he didn't leave many stones unturned. Yet, he was successful in becoming a tier tier one dealer in that short time. I love to see young farmers and ranchers getting excited. They look for ways to do it better and more easily. Take Brooke Harward, who operates Mid-Atlantic Cattle, along with her dad, Marcus Harward, and their family. Marcus had the foresight to add the video sale component to their selling lineup, but Brooke took the ball and ran. On the August 2nd Mid-Atlantic video sale, more than half of the feeder cattle Um, More than half of the feeder calves selling were enrolled in an Angus Link value-added program with an average premium of more than $16 per hundredweight. The Harward family has to be excited to see buyers clamoring to bid on and buy these outstanding feeder calves on their video auction. The Genetic Merit Scorecard, GMS, isn't much different than Brooke or Seth. It's young, too. Like young farmers and ranchers, there are not a million GMS cattle out there for purchase today. However, the American Angus Association isn't new or inexperienced in its efforts to provide tools for better cattle trait selection. The association released its first expected progeny differences, EPDs, in the 1970s. Now, 50 years later, it continues to add more EPDs and dollar value indexes to the suite. Imagine what GMS will be and, and what it will be able to do for you when you sell your feeder calves in 50 years. It's no secret, EPDs are great trait selection tools, and they are also used heavily for marketing registered Angus bulls and females. GMS will do the same thing for commercial cattle in the future that EPDs have done for the registered Angus business. 
GMS has been in the marketplace almost four years. That equates to three breeding seasons. The data we get back on harvested calves shows it works very well. It describes how well scored calves will perform in the feedlot and on the rail. We use a three-score system, beef, feedlot, and grid, to describe your feeder calves. The last two years, Angus-linked calves with the GMS have seen approximately $5 per hundredweight more than calves without a score. GMS may be young, but GMS is a workhorse with lots of potential to help your feeder calves reach more profit potential with bidders on sale day. The return on investment has not been a disappointment. You can do this. Enrollment isn't near as hard as you think. You have the information we need to help you get the best price for your feeder calves. Pick up the phone. Call 816-383-5100 and ask for Angus Link and the Genetic Merit Scorecard. Work smarter, not harder. Visit AngusLink.com for more information. Editor's note, Johnette Gottsweiler is the Director of Verification Services for the American Angus Association's Commercial Programs Department. Article 3, Strong Demand Causing High Prices. Retail beef prices show unanticipated spikes close to 2019 levels by Stephen Kuntz, Colorado State University. What is the source of strength in beef prices? If beef prices are strong and supplies are reasonably abundant, then the only thing that it can be is strength in demand. It's the consumer, both domestic and international, and the downstream market. This strong consumer demand is being revealed in retail prices and strengthening prices at wholesale and farm levels. From a market fundamentals perspective, monthly beef production is strong, running better than 1% above the year prior. The total volume for 2022 will be slightly smaller than 2021 and comparable to 2019. These are large volumes of beef. Forecasts for the third and fourth quarter reveal drops in production, but current weekly slaughter remains strong. Those declines have not yet materialized. Domestic consumption is likely flat in the second quarter, but was large in the first. Again, the third and fourth quarters are forecast to be lower, especially if strong beef exports persist. Consumption is production less net exports. Current monthly beef net exports for 2022 are on path to be record large. Retail beef prices spiked following the COVID shutdown to levels anticipated not to be seen again for the foreseeable future. Yet, those price levels were seen across much of 2019, and we are close to those levels now. Retail beef margins are very strong. Packer margins are solid, and fed cattle prices are benefiting. Yet, the number of long-fed cattle remains persistent. Fed cattle are trading at 144 to 148 per hundredweight, with some trades reported at 150. These are levels not seen since 2015. Cash prices for feeder animals in the week of August 12th across a number of regional markets, Oklahoma City, Montana, and Colorado, were also at levels not seen since 2015. What does the technical picture say? The entire cattle complex is in largely the same technical pattern. Since late May, since late May all contracts are in an uptrend. The downtrend from February through May was broken in June and confirmed in July. The breaking of downtrends and establishing of uptrends are as clear buy signals as can be seen in cattle markets. All contracts are currently sitting at or close to the contract highs established back in February. 
This would normally be a cell signal by itself, but the trends are important. So the question becomes, what technical pattern gives up? Does the trend hold and resistance break, maintaining the buy signal? Or does the trend break and resistance hold, creating a sell signal? With the demand we are seeing, my money would be on the trend lines. However, I also have no doubt the market will have to work for it. We need to wait for the technical to generate the signal. Editor's note, Stephen Kuntz serves in the Department of Agriculture and Resource Economics at Colorado State University. Thanks for listening to Angus Beef Bulletin Audio.